Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, we're here now with Frank, the governor of the Bank of France and the chair of the Bank for International Settlements. So he's going to get into discussing the stability that the central banks brings to the central bank digital currency system. Let's pick up right where we left off. Stability and innovation. Mm-hmm. And we are responsible for financial stability. stability. Mm-hmm. But stability without innovation is conservative and it will die. But innovation without stability will lack trust. So it's our job. But we are completely open to consider that CBDC is an innovation, not the only one. It's not the holy grail, but we should seriously study it. Because if not, we will deprive our fellow citizens from the access to central bank in the next decade, which would be a huge regression for the people's well-being. Oh, it would be a huge regression for the people's well-being, right? So, as he said, innovation without stability lacks trust, and the stability without the innovation doesn't go anywhere. So, he's saying we need to bring the so-called public and private sector partners together and get this done, because we need to bring central bank digital currency to the people we are depriving them of this what he would say it's not the holy grail but it pretty much is the holy grail all right let's continue folks okay so we're going to fast forward five years Mm -hmm. because i think that's about what we were saying i'll ask you and also with a little caveat in that as you said sand dollar was the first but it's a teeny fraction early days but what yep. it's zero one percent zero point one percent of yep. of transactions okay yes fast forward five years do we have a central bank digital coin out there in the world that is being utilized on a daily basis whether it's wholesale or retail and it becomes a superior system francois Yes or no? uh, we have several experiments which are not very far from that. No. They are not yet generalized, but they could be, let's say, the next three years probably. It will go quicker on the wholesale side, yes. I guess, and because it raises less sensitive questions. By the way, Julia, if I may, yeah. in CBDC, the last C is currency and not coins. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. us, it's a quite significant difference. <laughs> <laughs> details, details. Um, what proportion of transactions is it to the point about the sand dollar and the 0.1% of transactions admittedly early days? Let's say we have central bank digital currency. No, if I am on the wholesale side, cross-border can play yeah. a very significant yeah. role. How in much? What proportion? Said, but it won't help 
yet for households. It's why we are working on another agenda, G20 agenda. I co-chaired with my South African colleague uh, a group with nine very precise objectives on speed, cost, accessibility of remittances, and it does not rely on CBDC. So we have other uh, yes. ways of innovating with newcomers, etc. CBDC is not the monopoly of innovation uh. or, or of progress. But if we central banks said, look, we have been relying on banknotes for two centuries, we will still rely on banknotes for the next century, we would miss something, obviously. Yes, Axel. No, I'm quite um, glad to hear what you're saying, uh, François, on, on the whole, say, uh, digital, currency, uh, digital currency, not coin. Uh, I am also a believer that will come in five years, yes. What I try to say is obviously, you know, we still have those huge legacy environment. They need to migrate as well, so we will not yet see all the benefits coming through. But it will come and will be much more efficient, uh, also probably much more secure, uh, lowering transaction costs. On the retail side, I'm much more skeptical. Uh, certainly call it for the you know established economies much more much more okay so what they're saying now you had frank from the uh, bank of france and bank for international settlements you've got axel from the so-called private sector side the commercial banks banks uh credit suisse and they're agreeing now wholesale will be out there uh within the next five years uh Axel is skeptical on the retail side of things. So, folks, again, part of this analysis is so that we can look at both the tax side and then the regulator side, the bank side, put the pieces together and start to figure out when is it coming? How do we start to plan around this? So this is good. Let's continue. There's a few minutes left. Well, in five years, there will be uh, CBDCs uh, that are, I cannot give you percentage, is it five, is it 10, is it 50, but would be quite present in, uh, in the world. Uh, on the retail side, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, of a developing country where e-money yeah. is already profoundly impactful. So as you where are asking, we going? what is the problem <laughs> we are trying to yeah. solve? Uh, and I also think, and this may be me being so mature, not to say out mature, <laughs> that, that uh, I think there would be space for uh, fiat money of some uh, uh, modality in five years still, and maybe in 10 years. Because if, when you look at one of the most advanced countries in Europe, Sweden, when the war started, in Ukraine, the demand for banknotes rapidly increased. Mm -hmm. Why? Fear of cyber attack. So we have, to, we have to see how the world evolves and not be ideological, be very pragmatic about the decisions uh, we take. And, and we should have so she's talking about, you know, printed cash money still being in circulation, where you saw after the uh, Russia-Ukraine, you know, circus started, that you saw a demand for cash because people were worried about a cyber attack. And so that's one of the big issues that I have with all this. At the same time that the World Economic Forum and others are playing games with the uh, wargaming of cyber attacks and such, scaring people into the idea of cyber attacks, I'm wondering how they're going to drive people into 
central bank digital currencies uh, and technologies that rely on smartphones or chips in your hand or a brain chip in your head, while at the same time they're pushing the idea of cyber attacks uh, and such and hacking and these types of things. See, I haven't figured that part out yet. Uh, I mean, I understand they can say you're going to be hacked uh, if you're using technology A. That's why you need technology B and then be able to drive people into technology B. But if you're going to threaten these cyber attacks, then, of course, people are going to want to hold paper currency over central bank digital currencies. So there's going to have to be some solution. Like they're going to have to turn around and say, okay, Elon Musk Starlink run out of SpaceX basically a government project is going to provide internet 24 7 365 to your smartphone or your hand chip or your brain chip and so you never have to worry about cyber attack because that internet is coming from the sky from a satellite and therefore cbdc is completely safe and cash we don't want because it carries germs and whatever pandemic they invent in a year or two they can take cash out of circulation see these are all the things i start to try to think about as i'm wargaming these solutions the same way they're doing up here on stage all right let's continue about that and you've warned about that as well with the sand dollar in the bahamas that the the more digital you are the more at risk you are of, mm-hmm. of, yep. of um cyber attacks particularly at this moment in time so to put five years um for uh, you whole, t- yes <laughs> let's make it specific oh oh wholesale maybe retail no Will be my yeah. short answer. And again, it, 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 it's got to do with that balance. Uh, Francois put it very eloquently. When you think about innovations, right? The yeah. benefits are what pain point you're trying to address, and you counterbalance it with the with the risk and the unintended consequences. Consequences, and that trade-off is much clearer for wholesale than for retail. Absolutely. I love that you're. Uh, I would be slightly more positive for. Okay. Okay. So you've got. Uh, the, the Seth from the Bank of Thailand now saying that he does not see uh, retail uh, coming within five years, but wholesale he does see coming within five years. And now Frank from the Bank of France and Bank for International Settlements is going to interject. Let's see what he says. I, I would be slightly more positive for retail, if I may. There are more questions to solve. I agree. But if we think of El Salvador, for instance, Cristalina, mm. I would prefer El Salvador citizens not to have only bitcoins right. and to have access to e-euro or, or e-dollar, we, we will see, but it would be a progress. So there is a need, we will see how we answer the mm-hmm. questions, uh, but I'm sure we will have all sale and we need to bet we will have retail, but we'll see. Uh, he said he, he knows they will have wholesale. He's willing to bet they will have retail. So he's talking about within five years. Now, remember, this guy sits as the chair of the Bank for International Settlement. So I'm going to bring this up to Wide Awake Jim uh, when he comes on the show because he's been studying everything coming out of the Bank for International Settlements. So let's continue. Can I ask a quick question at the end, then? Does the Bank for International currency come before a US dollar coin currency or currency, currency. also currency. <laughs> uh, so we should have invited Jay, Jay Paul. No, 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 I'm asking I'll you because up. you've given me a timeline on no, the uh, <laughs> So far, if, but they published a white book, as you know, know. a very interesting one, uh, yes. which is open for consultation. Uh, which is at least neutral, so it's not negative, let me express it this way. We'll see. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that what is happening in the crypto world could be an acceleration of central bank digital currency because th- yes. there is a doubt now on, on the crypto world and there is still a need for technology. Mm. Having said that, if this is one field where Europe can lie ahead, the US, I will not complain. Yeah. Ah, right. You see there? So she had asked him who's going to have CBDC first, uh, European zone or the United States. And he says the United States published a white paper on CBDC that was very interesting. We covered that here on the Dust and Gold Standard. And he said if uh, Europe can beat out the United States, he will not complain. But he was not saying definitively that the European zone uh, will beat out the United States in rolling out a CBDC first. Let's continue. (laughs) That's called a diplomatic answer. But we got there in the end. But China. China is the ultimate winner. China has advanced a lot. It has not internationalized uh, its pilot, uh, but uh, it is offering uh, people visiting China the ability to be part of the pilot. The ultimate trial. So uh, I think uh, China is telling us all that uh, the world is changing and they have done it very effectively with uh, private payment systems. And now the, the state is saying, wait a minute, we actually want to have an upper hand in this uh, world. And they're moving. Uh, so we better all be forward leaning on something that is moving so fast. There's a message in that. I'm being told time out. Ah, Your time panelists, out. thank you so much. Everybody. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> Yay, yay. All right, everybody. Well, that's the end of that panel discussion, but I think that's important. So you have uh, Crystalina there, the managing director of the International Monetary Fund, saying that China is advancing their central bank digital currency faster than everyone else. And so that should make everyone lean into this. And let's hurry up and go. At the same time, is China not the boogeyman and the enemy to all of these different countries? No, of course they're not, folks. Everyone is partners on the world stage. It is just WWE wrestling clown world that we witness. So China is this test case. Of course, China's CBDC is tied into a social score system. The money is programmable and expirable, just like they are working on here in the United States and all of these other countries. But I hope you gained value from our analysis of this complete full version of the World Economic Forum, June 26, 2022, Central Bank Digital Currency Panel Discussion. I know I did. I learned a lot. We pulled out a lot of nuggets, and it's going to allow us to combine this information in with what we learned from the technical side, and then we can combine this in with what Wide Awake Jim has been researching coming out of the Bank for International Settlements and its ties to the carbon credit system and the climate hustle. And as we continue to investigate, we know more things that we need to look into now, and we'll begin to be able to put together a timeline and figure out when the rollout is coming so that we can start to prepare and make plans and begin to insulate ourselves. Remember, in my solutions plan, it starts with one, educate yourself and others. Two, insulate yourself and your family from the coming collapse or the coming rug pull. 
Three, separate yourselves from densely populated areas. Four, congregate with like-minded folks, whether that be in real life or if you join pain.tv slash gold, you're going to meet some people that will become real life friends. And five, accelerate. Put your foot on the gas because the technocrats are coming at us at warp speed. We need to be able to prepare to live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix right away, ladies and gentlemen, because they are coming and they are not stopping. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to stop. I hope you had a great time. I'll see you tomorrow for episode 108. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.